Welcome to the latest Pink Podcast in the Pink Elephant Podcast Series, dedicated to leading the way in IT management best practices. Welcome to the conclusion of an introduction to COBIT with IT management consultant Herpreet Birdie. Now, COBIT includes a number of controls, and uh, what you can do is um, actually um, categorize those controls, but what COBIT says is that you have level one, level two, level three. So executive management controls are based on business objectives, application level. COBIT makes a distinction in terms of when it comes to automation, IT can build in the automation for certain applications, but the business has, has to actually endorse it operationally. So if you have segregation of duties versus who can build versus who can test versus who can release, etc., you might build that into your tool as an automated application control, but it is dependent upon the business to actually endorse it and make sure it happens through implementing specific roles and responsibilities to support those segregation of duties. So COBIT makes that distinction. IT can design for it, but when it comes to application controls, the business has to endorse it and manage it. IT general controls is everything um, which is applied and applicable to IT across the board from asset management, risk management, change management, disaster recovery, etc. Process controls. So um, every single process, irrespective of which process it is, endorses high-level generic process controls to be applied across the board. And if you're an auditor, and certainly in my position as a consultant, when I've gone out and assessed what's the maturity level against ISIL processes, I'll be looking for these kind of generic elements. And are they applicable across the board in terms of the processes? So COBIT lists them. It says things like, you must have a process owner for all the processes. You should have repeatability. You should have goals and objectives defined, etc. So these are all process controls. In terms of dimensions of maturity, this is a science of COBIT. COBIT has some science, and it says, basically, if you want to assess where you are right now or the effort that you need to apply to a particular process, then you should be asking yourself three questions, three dynamics. And these are the three sort of dimensions of maturity is what it's called. The first question it's saying is, you know, what is your current maturity level for that process? And maturity levels are defined from zero to five in this particular COBIT model. Are you at a state of one, which is initiation, so it's not really understood? Are you completely optimized? Are you in a position of five? So you baseline where you are right now. So you think you might be at a two versus where you want to be. You might be wanting to be at a four in terms of where your vision is. And you look at the estimated effort to get to that new milestone. So that's one question to ask. So, you know, when it comes to um, performance and how much, another question to ask is, yeah, you know, COBIT will recommend percentages or it will recommend targets like availability. The actual percentage that you apply to that target is fit for purpose for you. Would you want to have a 100% availability? Is it realistic from an end-to-end -end service perspective? How much would it cost to get from 95 to 97, etc.? Questions to be asked. And the third question it says is, well, what's your appetite for risk and compliance? A question to ask yourself when it comes to implementing a process, let's say service level management, is what's the risk of not doing it? What would be the impact of not doing that particular process? And COBIT recommends that you do that and that you actually use a risk and compliance um, framework to support you to do that. And it has a lot of process to support you in that particular element. 
So maturity models I touched on, there are five levels in total. So in terms of those five levels, these are what they are. They're based on CMMI, if that uh, makes uh, any kind of uh, link between the two. But you can go from zero. It's very hard to achieve a zero. I'm yet to actually assess any organization which has achieved a zero in terms of their particular rating. And it's actually quite challenging to achieve a zero because it means nothing is there all the way through to five, which is optimization. And you can basically do a bit of a representation where you could say, right, in terms of your current status, let's pick a process, project management. In terms of project management, you might be at a two. So processes follow some kind of regular pattern, but it's not really documented in any solid format. But there's a bit of project management stuff going on. Industry average, we think, is around a three. And in terms of the enterprise target, we want to be at a four. So you get a gap analysis between where you are now versus where you want to be and the effort between the two. Um, COBIT also has what are called key goal indicators versus KPIs, which are key performance indicators. Um, key goal indicators are outcome related. Key performance indicators are doing the actual performance of the process. So for example, KGIs are for a project, how many projects were delivered on time, within budget, etc. That would be a key goal indicator of the project management process, which COBIT has. Key performance indicators are, are you holding regular project reviews? So doing the actual life cycle of the project itself. So there's a difference between a KGI versus a KPI. So the COBIT cube covers information, and that's the business requirements at the top, IT resources, and processes. So these are the kind of three principles that make up the COBIT framework. This is what it looks like in terms of the overall domain. We have four domains. So we have business objectives translate into IT governance objectives. Information needs to meet certain criteria, like I won't go through each one. It needs to be effective, i.e. it needs to be accurate. It needs to be delivered on time. It needs to be efficient, so there's cost efficiency evolved around it. You have IT resources, but you have logical groupings of processes which support them. So it starts from plan and organize, which is that strategic, um, how do we ensure IT aligns with the business, acquire and implement, which is everything from acquisition um, or customization of a piece of software and related hardware all the way through to the implementation and ongoing change management through that particular service or application in the, in the production environment. Deliver and support, if, you're, um, you know, if you have ITIL, then you'd understand that deliver and support would cover everything from managing that particular service operationally, and monitor and evaluate continuous imp uh, process improvement. So those are your four process domains, and you have 34 processes grouped under those four process domains. Basically, processes like uh, PO10 managed projects is under plan and organize, but you have these 34 processes which are coded, which link back to those actual process domains. So navigation at a very high level, basically the documentation structure for COBIT is that it consists of four sections. It has a high-level control objective, which is section one. It has detailed control objectives, section two, management guidelines, section three, and maturity models, section four. And I'm going to give you examples of this for a specific process as we go through. So section one is defined in the form of what is called a waterfall. So the high-level control objective, let's say project management, is a, pro is a process that we're going to use an, as an example. When you look in the COBIT manual, under section one, 
It will give you a description of what is project management as a process description. It will give you um, key goals and measures, and it will link back that process in terms of which domain does it link back to. So in the top corner there you see plan and organize. You see project management links back to the domain of plan and organize. It says which resources are applicable for that particular um, process. So information and infrastructure might be applicable for project management. It links it back to your primary five governance focus areas in that corner. And it also looks at, well, what information criteria do you need to meet to make that process work? So diagrammatically, it links back to all of these elements. Example for project management, um, this is a process description. Establish program and project management framework, have a master plan, assign resources, etc. That is a section one high-level process description, which makes up um, the process high-level control objective for project management. This is what all of the high-level control objectives actually include. So it covers um, everything from um, measurement, how to achieve it, what to focus on, what business requirement it satisfies. So this is done 34 times for your specific process, from quality management, risk management, project management, change management, configuration management, you name it. It's there as one of those 34 processes under COBIT. The detailed control objective, so as we saw, um, PO10 was the term for project management. So under section two of that particular process, you would have detailed control objectives. You would have things like PO10.14, you need to close projects as a control objective. How do you control those projects? That would depend on the actual control practices. Management guidelines looks at the measures. It looks at what are the KPIs, the key performance indicators, and the key goal indicators to actually support that particular process. And it's all in there in the, in the actual COBIT um, framework to help you to do that. Here's an example of how you link business goals to IT goals to process goals to activity goals and the measures behind it. So in the COBIT framework, each and every single one of the 34 processes has a diagram which looks like this. This is DS5, which is managing the system security, and you have something like a business goal maintain enterprise reputation and leadership, and it links all the way back from that goal into a very specific process, goals, and the metrics associated with it. So this is a diagram which links and, and maps everything back for each of your 34 processes. Um, section 3 also includes a RACI diagram or a RACI matrix where you have roles and responsibilities. So if ever you're about to do a comms plan, for any process, this is actually a useful stakeholder list that you can use. You pick it up and you say, right, these are different stakeholder groups and we're going to use this to implement and support a particular process. The way COBIT uses it, it says you have all these roles and we're going to map all those roles against specific process activities. For each and every single one of those project management or change management or configuration management processes. Section four is a maturity model. So for each and every single one of the processes, you will basically have, uh, you know, what is the maturity level for that particular process defined in nth amount of detail. So if you want to do, as managers, a gut feel assessment right now of where you think change management is in your organization, you could pick up the COBIT framework right now, look at the maturity level model associated with change management, and say, we think we're at a two, but actually we should be at a four. And you can use that material right now. I'm going to leave um, with this. COBIT and ITIL are highly, highly integrated. And just as a color coding, 
If all your support processes are blue, these are some of the related control objectives in COBET in blue. If all of your delivery processes like availability capacity are red, these are how those red colors link back to the COBET framework in terms of red. And everything in terms of white is what is not covered. So as a final point, everything that is covered in ITIL 100% has an associated control objective in COBIT. So if ever you get the question, does this conflict? It doesn't. It's complementary. So thank you very much for your time. Um, appreciate it. You've been listening to a conclusion of an introduction to COBIT. Please join us next week as we present you with another pink podcast. Thank you for joining us for today's Pink Podcast. Go to www.pinkelephant.com to find out more about our products, including Atlas, our knowledge database with hundreds of example documents and templates for your IT management best practice projects.